box. What's in the fucking box? Should be GTG. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Oh word. Oh. Shit. Oh sheesh. Why what? is that a thing now? What? I didn't, sheesh. I didn't know that was a thing. You hear people? Oh god. I don't know. No, I guys. I don't have TikTok. Mm -mm. Is that a TikTok thing? I am gonna show you a TikTok. I'm not gonna this. watch your TikTok. Dude, it's so funny though. <laughs> no, think no, Gus. I will not look at your TikTok. You'll think it's hilarious. That's dirty. That's, I I said I gross. I said what I said. Said what I said. I'm not gonna take it back. This is oh these are the other. I have. So I most I'm going back to music. Oh, I was okay. just thinking about it. I almost only like day to day. I almost exclusively listen to country music, but I have three country playlists, and I have one. Three different. I have like, one that is pre two thousands. I have one that is twenty eighteen and forward, and then I have mm -hmm. a like a twenty tens, like a okay two thousands and twenty tens. Yeah, yeah. Playlist, and then my like, but I'm. Here's the other thing. I have a lot of like just sad songs because I love sad songs. I, dude, I do too. And I love. I think I'm. And first I don't of think all, I really wrong with that. I love like acoustic. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking, I'm always listening to like sad, like folk songs and right, like, right. or, or just like acoustic versions of like pop songs. Cause they mm -hmm. usually like slow it down a whole bunch. Right. I'm also right. just always listening to like, <clears throat> like sad boy shit because I just like, I, I just like sad music, even country music. Like, oh, yeah. even if it's not something that I personally relate to, I right. love, or like, even, even when I'm in a good mood. Yes. Like, I like listening to sad boy shit yeah. when I'm feeling good. Yeah, I don't dude. Know, I don't know what it is. Like, dude, here's how here's how weird I am. I listen to the uh the score from the social network. Really? Like the main like the main score piece from that yeah. from that movie that's in like the opening scene. I don't know why, but when I'm driving to work at night, it's like <laughs> midnight and it's dark. It's like it's just like a perfect like moody vibe. And do you have like even when I'm feeling good, I enjoy listening to stuff like so that. So like when when do you listen to music and when do you listen to podcasts? Because I so on my way to work, yeah, exclusively music. I do Same. not I do not mm -hmm. listen to podcasts on the way nope. to work. And not it doesn't on the way. and it doesn't even have to be like upbeat. Like I'm not trying to get myself ready for the day. Oh, like, no, I'm just no. listening to music. Usually it's the same playlist mm -hmm. because I like like I have like my like daily songs, like right, the, right. Like you said, you're like repeat, like playlist. the on repeat playlist or whatever. It's yeah. similar to that. Like I have, mm -hmm. I have like a bunch, a, a playlist of however many songs that I'm, I'm cool with listening to all the time. Right. And I just play that one on my way to work. I'm on my way home from work. Mm -hmm. It's always podcasts. Same. Yep. So I listen to podcasts <clears throat> all the way home from work, and then like while I'm settling in, and then the podcasts usually go off like. After I make dinner and then I'll watch like TV or like, watch a and show it's not even, yeah. it's not even like always watching. I just like the background noise. Right. So right. if I leave my apartment to like take Leo out or to do whatever, mm -hmm. I'm putting on a podcast. Right. I'm almost, yeah, I do the same, almost exactly the same thing. I, I have usually, I have about two playlists that I kind of switch between. I have my night drive playlist, which oh, nice. is like, yeah. like, like, you know, that slow Drake music or like just uh, like more 
not orchestral like I'm not listening to like Beethoven like or anything, ballads type but like or like 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 this music from the social network like that kind of thing things are just a little more moody and then I have my on repeat if there's like like that song I just showed you by Mike Snow if I'm just like I really want to listen to that when I get in like when I'm driving into work and it, yeah it's not like it's really not like a mood setter or like getting me like ready to go for the day it's just kind of I don't know it's whatever like it's just a good way to like keep up with whatever I'm into in that well and it's time just period. like it just becomes routine also mm-hmm. I feel like th- this is my thing too I sing in the car all the time oh, like yeah. loud first like, of all yeah. I crank I crank my music super high because I super have loud. a soft top jeep that I cannot hear right like anything oh I have a hard so, top car and I play that shit so almost I, almost to the max I crank volume. that shit yeah and I sing like there's nobody around I sing, I sing like I'm in fucking Madison Square Garden I sing yeah I sing like, to the to like, the like crowd it's, dude. like it's my song that I made <laughs> And I'm I am performing to a crowd of thirty thousand people in just a yeah I so, do I do the same exact thing. But that's like an active part of my morning. Like if I drive to work listening to a podcast and I'm just like sitting there like driving along. Not that it's boring because I love podcasts, but it's just like right. like I'm not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I do, dude. Another thing I do is I'll like uh, I'll listen to uh, if, especially if it's a new song. I'll like write out a music video in my head like ah, after the first couple I times you. i listen to it like i start like imagining if i made this a music video how would i do this and i like obviously i insert myself into the music video because it's easy for it's easier for it to play out in my head when it's yeah. that way but i'm like man if i was doing this like what kind of camera shots would i use how would i like transition between these things would i have like, yeah people in the background doing this like i don't know why i but i would love one i would love because one i would love to make a music video that's one part of it. Yeah. And the other part is it's just it's like a fun way to like listen to a song. So I like for me. I'm not I'm more I'm more into lyrics than I am into music. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I really like acoustic versions of like songs that already exist. Or right. or like just like stripped <clears throat> versions because there's and especially this was I, I noticed this a lot more during COVID. Yeah. Artists were making like stripped down versions of their already popular songs where it was just like them and a guitar or them and a piano because that's all they had. Yeah. And they right. didn't have like the recording studio and the mm-hmm. and the band and all that. They had much more minimal. And I, dude, I love that. Sets. I love, I just love lyrics. When it comes to, I don't listen to rap music super often, but I love how it's like basically poetry. Like, right. like good rap music is poetry. Even if, Reads even like poetry, if, even if yeah. they're like singing about whatever yeah. that's not poetic about drugs and like yeah like it can still cocaine like <laughs> like good lyrics yeah. dude just like blow my mind so sometimes uh-huh. if there's a new song that I really like I will like I'll listen to that song not even on repeat but like trying to learn the lyrics I will listen to like the first minute of it and then start over and like. Oh, dude, sing I along do the to same, it until I, do the same I know. Thing. Like I could, I'll learn a song in a, like less than a day. In a, in I just, a bad a day, I just yeah. love it. Like I could do like one down and back from work in the car. I can learn a new song. Mm-hmm. I do it whenever I'm trying to learn new lyrics. I'll, I'll learn up to like the first chorus. Like I'll learn. I'll try and get the first verse down. Yeah. And then when I have the first verse down, 
I'll play through the chorus into the second verse, and then the immediately when I fuck up the second verse, <laughs> you start over. I'll start the song <laughs> yeah, over. Yes, so I that, do the like, same thing. So that way, I dude, I get like within like the first thirty minutes of listening to a new song, I have the first verse on fucking lock yeah. because I hear it so many goddamn times <laughs> before I can actually get the second verse down. Dude, I, yeah, I, I do the exact same thing, and I'm so like. New Music Friday on Spotify has become a part of my, like, weekly routine. Oh, yeah. Friday mornings when I get up, like, even if I have work, doesn't matter how early it is. Right. I go to the release radar and I shuffle it. And, like, oh, yeah. sometimes sometimes I'll, like, <clears throat> skip to the middle of songs to see if I like how it's sounding in the middle. Okay. And, like, if I don't, I'm not going to listen to it. Because if I don't like it halfway <laughs> through, I don't care if I like the beginning. Right. Right. And, like, that's... A lot of times I'll revisit those songs and I'll be like, okay, uh-huh. this is pretty good. But... I do that with new albums. Like I'll I'll cue up a song and I'll listen to like the first ten seconds. And I'll be like, I wonder if this is gonna change at all. Dude, sometimes I won't even lie. Sometimes I look at the title of a song and I'm like, No, I don't like it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. I'll just be like I'll like be going through my release radar and I'll look at or I'll look at like the features and I'll yeah. just be like not a fan. I'll look at the length of the song sometimes and be like, oh, this guy's doing a seven-minute song. That's probably not Dude, I'm good. the opposite. If your song is under three minutes, I'm not listening to it. Really? Yes. Dude, I think some of the some of my favorite songs are probably under three What's minutes. What's funny, though, is like that – I was listening to Luke Combs talk about how like the average length of song is getting shorter and shorter right. because of like radio time and just uh-huh. because of in- – attention spans in general well, yeah because like now like, like people are to... like studios like tell writers to be like hey hey buddy keep this like under three minutes as like the gold right. standard mm-hmm. because that's how they're going to get radio spots right and that's how they're going to get people to listen to the entire thing and i'm guilty of that too there's yeah, times yeah. i'm listening to a four minute song and when i can tell that it's like getting toward like some songs that they just go like all music for it's like the last down. minute right you can feel it and there's plenty of times where I skip the last 30 seconds of a song because oh, I, yeah. like, know that it's done. Well, it's the same thing as, like, uh, movies in theaters. Like, they don't want, you know, they don't want to run a four-hour movie yeah. in theaters because the the amount of uh, plays it's going to get in a day is significantly lower than a movie that's an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Right? And it's the same thing with song. Like, they want their song to be on the radio as many times as possible in a day. And that means, you know, if it's three minutes as opposed to four, five, six, you know, like you'd listen to songs on like classic rock stations, you know, they're running Stairway, which is a nine minute song. Yeah. Like new artists can't really afford that because I mean, guys like Led Zeppelin, of course they can do that. That everyone everyone who knows Led Zeppelin is going to listen to that nine minute long song because yeah. they know it's it's fucking it's Led Zeppelin, baby. Like so I'm kind of that way with I'm that way with like older artists. Like older artists when I see songs that are like seven and a half minutes, eight minutes, you know six minutes i'm more inclined to listen to it because that's kind of becoming like of a bygone era it's like when i look at older songs I'm right like, oh six and a half minutes that's that's probably gonna be good but when i look at newer songs and i'm looking at six and a half minutes i'm like what the hell are they it's kind I think of it it's also, part of it that also modern depends, trend though like, it also depends on the artist like some artists mm-hmm. i know that i will listen to every single minute of their right. new music so if mm-hmm. they, oh yeah, there are oh, some absolutely. people where if they release a six minute song, like doesn't bother me at doesn't all. Doesn't matter whatsoever if it's an artist I like or that I've been following and listening to for a long time. Absolutely. And I don't I'll even think to, like, I'll consume every minute. I never even look at. That's interesting. I never even look at like the length of song before I start it. It's usually Sorry, like I start the song and then yeah, like I'll notice like. A... 
The only the only way out was through. The only way out was through that chair right there. <laughs> he said, "Fuck you, chair." But, <laughs> but that, like I'll just I'll just start listening, and then if it's like getting a little long, yeah, whatever, I'll skip it. I I don't know what it is. I do this with new albums at least, almost always. I'll look at like how many tracks there are, um, what the total runtime of the album is, and then like how that like. Especially if the album like breaches past like fourteen or fifteen tracks, you know you get into like the eighteen, nineteen, twenty track territory. I'm like, man, they they have to have like interludes or something in yeah. there. And then you get a Drake album, which is twenty five tracks, and all but like one of them are you know two fifty to four minute long songs. It's like how the how the hell does he put right? All these well, songs. So what I noticed too, one album. what I noticed too is like sometimes they'll, someone will come out with like a super long album, mm-hmm. but then like eight of the songs were already released over as right. singles over the last like two years. Like yeah. they'll just pull songs from like all of their singles. Right. Part but, of, uh, part of like the extra long album lengths too has to do with like streaming numbers. It's kind of similar to like getting radio plays. Like, People will drop 19 track albums because there's a better chance that they get more streams from 19 brand new songs than if they drop an album that's 11 tracks, right? What I do last to up week their overall stream number. Last week, um, Eric Church released a new album mm-hmm. that there were there was a good. He released like over the last year or two. He released like seven singles. And five of them were not on his new album. And that's like pretty rare because a lot of people and the singles also were way better than the album. But a lot of people will release singles leading up to their album. Right. And then those singles are all on the album. And that's part of how they get radio time before the release of their album, too. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't understand, what I didn't know, actually, is that um, like not not every song on an album has been released to radio. So you could make right. an album and then later on release one of your songs as a single for the purpose of going to the radio. Like the right, radio right. station won't just pick and choose songs from your album. They'll pick and choose which ones you are releasing as singles to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's interesting because you never really know, like with the release of a new album, you never really know what's going to be radio music. And right, every right. single album, at least for big artists... Mm-hmm. There's a couple songs that like you can listen to it and be like, yeah, that's built for the radio. Like that's that's obviously something that was like made when, to be a single. Like, and I know I'm drop I know I'm radio. just talking country music still, but like when when Zach Brown came out with Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. First of all, my favorite album, but it's a good album. They released Homegrown, and it came onto the radio like right before. It's like the most cliche like country radio summer music that you could yeah. ever imagine. Right. Right. And the rest of their album was like experimental, but they had to get that one because they know that if they release an album and there's nothing that can be played on the radio, yeah, then they're like they're not going to get the streams. Yeah. They're not going to get the listens, right? And then also they like accidentally made a rock song. Heavy as oh, heavy, as the, heavy head as the head was number one on the <sighs> Billboard Top 100 for rock music for like months. That song, which was crazy. I love I love that album. I love that song. Was I love every second of that album. So freaking good. So good, dude. I feel like artists. I mean, part. I think part of like you know songs that make it to the radio have to do with singles they release too. I feel like more often than not, the singles that they're dropping from the album 
are what they expect to be what's going to be on the, you know, what's going to go on the radio. Right. But I don't know. There have been some instances, of course, I'd have to, I'd have to sit down and kind of think about it and look through my, look through my playlists and albums. But there have been, you know, there have been some albums that have dropped that like the single, like the single that's always on the radio, always playing is like, you know, the ninth track off the album. That was not a single that dropped three to six months before the album did. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that's the one that's getting over a hundred million streams on Spotify well, I feel and like, always playing on the radio. I you feel know? like there is actually I know that there is a science to making like radio songs. There's a science mm-hmm. yeah. to making music that people will like. Like there is you can like these artists are well, they're artists for a reason, but they understand right. they understand their music. They understand what people want to hear. Yeah. And they and they understand the like the musical techniques that are gonna draw people in. And so right. like a lot of times those like those made for radio songs are gonna stick out because we True. like as listeners, we recognize them as made for radio because we know mm-hmm. like we're used to hearing really there's not much on the radio, and this is part of why I don't listen to the radio. This is why I listen to Spotify. Yeah, yeah. There's not much <laughs> diversity as far as, like, musical techniques, as mm-hmm. far as, like, themes in the songs and all of those kinds of things. There's really, right. like, you turn on the radio, you're going to listen to the same, essentially the same song in 20 different versions for the next hour, and then they're going to repeat true. them all again. Right, right. That's true on, yeah, especially on pop radio. Like, I think that's that's true on like pop radio stations especially. Yeah. But when you get to like uh station like 1039 which is doing exclusively like indie indie style music uh-huh. or or 981 which is classic rock, those are the stations where you feel like every hour is a little bit different or even like every host is a little bit different sure. because because there's such a variety and a little bit less attachment to what is like what is popping in the popular spectrum right now for those kind of stations? Because what's popping is so varied because one viewership is a little or like listens is a little bit lower for classic rock or indie music. Well, it's also listens are low for the radio in general. That's also true. Um, But it's, I, I, that's why, that's why I almost always prefer those stations because I don't feel like I'm getting caught in that, like, that kind of hour long loop of like, all right, yeah. let's just play the top 20 tracks and then we'll kind of just well, dude, hit, what, re, hit, sh- re, hit shuffle again and hope that, that it's a little bit different of a layout. The what's next funny hour. about that is like one of my biggest criticisms for radio is that they play uh-huh. the same songs over and over again, but then my ass gets in the car and I shuffle the same playlist over <laughs> and over again. So like it doesn't dude. Okay. Here's a, here's but when a, it's handpicked right when they're all songs I know I love. I don't, Here's a, a perfect example for me. Um, have you listened to Glass Animals at all? I haven't. So they uh, they dropped an album last year called Dreamland. And uh, before the album dropped, I think they dropped like three singles. Um, they dropped uh, Tangerine. Uh, no, sorry. Space Ghost Coast to Coast, Tokyo Drifting, and It's Also Incredibly Loud. What kind of music is it? They're, uh, it's like uh, indie uh, synthwave kind of deal. Okay. But the biggest song off that album, with currently, which currently has 253 million streams on their Spotify account, okay. is a song called Heat Waves. No, no, no single, there wasn't any, any, like, no one knew about that song until the album dropped. And now that's the song that 
blows all of like there are a bunch of songs off that album that have a lot of streams right now but compare like one of the singles tokyo drifting has 65 million and that dropped in 2019 almost a full year before the album dropped and it's not even close to and their it's number not one. even close to where this song like this song this song heat waves is like the song off that album but it wasn't dropped as a single and it had no press around it until it was dropped when the album was, you know, went up for sale and started streaming on on places like Spotify and uh, Apple Music, dude, I have. There's so many songs on my like liked playlist on Spotify, where yeah. it's just artists that like you might go to their page and they have like one song, like the song that I liked is like, like they're, they're like, kind of like one hit wonder, yeah, groups or whatever, or or like. Dude, or I, they're just completely unknown, and I'm like, why, yeah, like why are dude, like I where have, I'm liking every single mm-hmm, one of their songs that mm-hmm, comes up, yeah. And now I see like notifications for all their releases, but they have yeah. like twenty thousand listeners or something, and I right. was like, what, dude? How I are these people not getting it, more listens. It's such a weird feeling to like feel like I have a couple of those bands where like they have like a hundred thousand monthly listeners, which is just to me, like when because when I listen, I'm like, these guys should be like on the pop charts like selling out you know stadiums and yeah everyone should hear them and they have a hundred thousand monthly listeners across the entire world well and on spotify and when it comes to when it comes to Which spotify that means that they're making next to zero money right yeah so they like, have and they have you know they have like one song at the top of their popular you know their top 10 list that has maybe like 10 million listens and then yeah. every song after that is like a hundred thousand four hundred thousand eighty nine thousand listens it's like yeah I don't know. That's one of the weird. That's one of the weird things with like kind of the advent of music streaming is being able to see. Dude, you know what I love? Like how actually popular groups you listen to. Like are. you can before, you can you look at the numbers. You, the only way you could really get that was like looking up their album sales. But if you're listening to indie groups or groups that you know people don't really listen to, you can't. It's kind of hard to find like like what kind of numbers they push or if because if they're not on the Billboard you know top 100 charts their new albums or their new singles or whatever they drop it it's kind of hard to know how much like where they they actually have yeah unless you like go see them in concert and then you're you know you're in a certain venue where there's you know three thousand people so you go okay so they can pull three thousand people in a city like denver that's not terrible the whole like the whole music streaming industry is Mm -hmm. so strange because on on one hand the artists are making basically nothing from their music. Yeah, they make and like point zero 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 one cents per listen yes, on Spotify yes, or something. Exactly. Crazy like like that. they're they're getting checks from Spotify that are basically nothing. And I'm sure it's right. the same for like Apple Music. Unless you're like Drake and you know you get a billion listens on a song and then that, that probably brings in a little bit of income. But oh not- sure. But like these artists are making money off of shows and merch and advertisements and and sponsorships right like they're not making money as far as like making their career from from you know being on a streamer but also on the other hand it opens the door for things like taylor swift re-recording and re-releasing all of her music again can i just say something about taylor swift say it Fuck her, dude. Okay, stop. Fuck Taylor Swift. Stop. She is a. She is. What is wrong with you? You know what? You what know is what? Wrong with you, you know what Taylor Swift is? Why are you Taylor like Swift, this? Taylor Swift is every. She Taylor Swift wishes she could be. Dude, that you know who's the. the she oh wishes she could be. What? Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey should be the person that's up on that pedestal that Taylor Swift is on because. 
Lana Del Rey makes actual good music. Will Taylor you, Swift stop? is a stop, fucking guys? sellout you stop? and a con artist. Okay. And okay, okay, I okay, okay. despise okay, okay. everything she we need, does. We need to have a talk. We need to have a talk, Gus. <sighs> All right, tell me about tell me about why I should listen. Re- respect Taylor Swift's work. Tell me. Do I think that Taylor Swift is a sellout? Yes. Yes. I do. Good start. Because she she sold her career for for what we're talking about, radio music. Right. She mm-hmm. you know, her up until let me look at when her albums were released. Her her last couple albums have been fairly original, fairly They've been very well received too. Artistic. Oh, yes. And she won a Grammy. She won album of the year for uh uh one of her recent ones. So she listen. dropped two dur- like she dropped two during twenty twenty. She dropped Yeah, she dropped Evermore and Folklore. Yeah. And then, so listen, my thought is this. I'm listening. Between 2012 mm-hmm. and 2020, yeah, she sold out completely. And actually, I didn't listen to I didn't listen to any of her albums from 2017. She dropped a, one in 2017, one in 2019. I couldn't speak to those, so I actually don't know. But in 2012 is when she really started um, <clears throat> selling out. That was when her Red album came out. Yeah. Um. But this is the thing about Taylor Swift. Uh huh. First of all, yeah, she knows how to make money. That's she, true. Hey, she no, knows, no, no, listen. She knows how to. She knows how to build a following and build a brand. Listen, and I, she has very well hey, from day one, hey. from her from her debut album, she has built her brand incredibly. Totally agree. I respect the hell out of how she makes her money. Okay, she now makes pause. A fuck ton. Now of pause it. because I'm gonna continue and all I right, don't want you. Right. I don't want you cussing out Taylor Swift while okay. I'm doing this. All right. Her her first couple albums, her self-titled yeah. album mm-hmm. and her Fearless album, yes, are dude, still to this day some of my favorite country music. I love those albums. I will dude, you think you think you think I don't drive down the street listening stop, you're going to mess up our recording. Yeah, that's going to sound think, great. You think the, I don't drive down the street, street singing teardrops on my guitar? You're wrong. Cuz I do. Okay, I can listen to that song. I'm, she, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I can listen to that. But when she started out, she was being creative. She was. She also has. She has a good voice. She. Uh, there wasn't. Okay. There wasn't. Sure, she does. Okay. Gus. Yeah, her voice is great, Dom. Okay. So then, so she, then she sold out. Then 2020 came, and I think like a lot of us, she started a little bit of uh, introspection. Kind of a. Did you um, call it that? Is that the right word? Introspection. She started yeah. reflecting on herself, on her art, on her life. Yeah. And what she came out with in 2020 was completely different than anything she had made the previous years. True. And it was pretty good, and yes. people loved it. Her most recent one, I wouldn't say it's great, but I mm-hmm. love. She's heading in the right direction as far yeah. as my personal taste. Like yeah, yeah. And as far as getting away from just trying to create like pop music, like right. by the definition of the word pop music. Mm-hmm. Now, she was stuck with some of her most popular songs from the beginning. Yeah. Not making her any money because she doesn't own the rights to it. Right, right. So she decided, I'm going to re-record all of it and release them all as singles because I can because it's my music and I'm going to take charge of it. Mm -hmm. 
And there again, another thing that I respect the hell out of because <clears throat> you know how many artists would have been like, whatever, just like, yeah, just cut keep, my losses. Like, no, yeah. she said, that's my music. I'm going to re-release all of it. And she starts releasing songs that are whatever title in parentheses, Taylor's version. Taylor's version. Yeah. And it sounds the exact same as the originals, but yeah. she's making money off of it again mm-hmm. because it's her music. Right. And I love that. I love that because I would want, <clears throat> listen, <clears throat> I want all of them. Like, go get your money. This, oh, yeah. This is absolutely. what you're good at. Yeah. Go get your money. And so I'm glad that Spotify and that music streaming has created a way that these artists can have their own platform. Right. Where they can release what they want. Yeah. They're not tied down to which radio stations will play their songs. They're not even really tied down to studios anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they can record oh, whatever sure. they yeah. want and release it wherever and they want. They don't need they don't need to like sign on to Spotify to drop their music. Exactly. They have to go through like a small application process. I don't think they have to pay anything to get on Spotify. We don't. We don't. Yeah. You can be a brand new I artist. Think anybody and pay can post nothing anything to get on, on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. It's like it's like the perfect like amalgamation of like SoundCloud. And, you know, obviously it's like the most popular music streaming platform in the world. Well, and what's cool about right? it is it's a place honestly, for all, every artist who want, like, you know, major artists wouldn't put their album on SoundCloud because there was no reason to. Right. Couldn't make the money. It, but it, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like the YouTube of music streaming in that you can put whatever you want on there. And if it's good enough and enough people listen to it, you'll start making money off of it and you'll start gaining traction yeah. in, in kind of the, the popular spectrum. And, and... Okay, to your point. Yeah. Even joining Spotify, yeah. Taylor Swift sold out a little bit because for a while she didn't put any of her music on Spotify. Uh-huh. Or any of the like Apple Music or the streaming yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden one day she said, "Hey, Dude, so my biggest thing still with Taylor <laughs> with Taylor Swift is I just personally I think there are far more talented artists out there in a similar vein to her." like Lana Del Rey who make music that I am much more I have a much more I don't know better reception of I don't know I just I don't I just don't love her music and I just it just annoys me when people like her gain all this traction and popularity because I just don't find her to be that talented I think um, I don't find her to be that great of a singer. I think we could have that conversation about a lot of artists, though. That's like that. Yeah, that that's applies true. to. That's true. There are a lot of artists where I'd I just hear like, Taylor Swift, and where I'd, I'd be like, like, "Oh yeah, their music's not that great," or "Oh true. yeah, they're not a great singer." And yet they're winning Grammys and exactly. Making tons so of, yeah, uh, so I get it. There are a ton of people like that. I get it, and For I sure. I love early Taylor Swift music. Yeah, I don't love later Taylor Swift music, which right. is actually now the majority of her stuff. I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that you could say about a lot of artists that they're not like that. Maybe they're better at Mm -hmm. maybe they're better at just building their brand than they are at being an actual artist. Right. Which in any art form, Mm -hmm. you could pick out people like that. That's true. But there are still like there are people like that who at least like drop like one or two bangers on each album. (laughs) I can't say that about Taylor Swift. Like. I don't know. I, and I know like a lot of people would probably disagree with me. Well, Pro- yeah. Mostly everyone would probably disagree. not not even probably. Probably I know for sure most people and would disagree no lie, with me. Probably billions. Yes. 
the 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 vast majority of the world over does disagree with me. Not probably would disagree with me. Does for certain like disagree, actively disagree actively disagrees with me, and that's fine. I will I will I will die on this hill if I have to. But I've never been a Taylor Swift fan. I I doubt I ever will be. And part of it, there are a lot of like I said, there are a lot of contributing factors. One of them being, I just think other people are more deserving of her. That's, I, th- I think you were a little harsh with what you said about yeah, Taylor maybe. Swift. That's okay. You know what? She can come see me. I'm about that. You're, you're the worst. <laughs> she can meet me outside if she has a problem with it. If she's got beef with a guy that has like maybe 100 followers across all platforms, <laughs> she can come see me outside. How, I'd about, give my, how about that? I'd give my address, but I don't. I don't, don't want, do I don't want to do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that, that. That'd be a problem. No. I live in Colorado Springs. At me. I'm on Twitter. She'll never hear this. No, she won't. Never in a million years would she hear this. Um, I'm going to cut this. <sighs> how, long, how long was that? 32 minutes. That's a BTFR right there. <laughs> that is. What were we talking? Mad Max. We were going to talk about Mad Max. Yes. Can I cut it and just start the same recording? I would uh I would just do a new recording. How do I do that? Hit stop. <laughs>